My grandpa came up with a recipe for a soup. White bean soup. Nothing fancy, very simple. And I've had it a couple of times and I asked him for the recipe and he gave it to me. He said use half a kilo of white beans, soak it overnight, 24 hours. You cook it for three, four hours with some fried onions. You fry the onion first, put them in, cook it, then add some salt to season it, and you use a hand mixer to mix some of the beans so it blends in with the water into the soup. And I did it, but I wanted to add something to it. I wanted some more substance. So I cooked a couple of chicken breasts on the side in a different pot. And once it was cooked, I shredded them. You know, you pull it apart with a fork. And then after I grounded the beans and I had the soup ready, I've added the chicken breast to the soup. I loved it. It was great. And I brought a bowl to Grandpa. I said, Grandpa, here, try my soup. <laughs> and you know what he said? He said the chicken was unnecessary. He said, you asked for the recipe. I pulled it together and I sent you the recipe. And then you went on and did something else. <laughs> and he didn't like it. He said that the flavor was fine, but the chicken, not necessary. It, it, no. And I was thinking to myself, well, you know, I like it this way. And that is true, but... As far as grandpa, not so much because that's not his recipe. And nobody likes people messing with their recipe. And isn't that the truth? When you come up with a dish, somebody asks you for the recipe, you say, here, put one cup of flour, one cup of one spoon of baking powder, this much sugar, put some this and put some that, and you give them a very detailed recipe, and then they go do something else, and they go, here, I made it. I'm like, no, that's not my dish. You messed up the recipe. You, you added this, you subtracted that, you changed the whole thing. That's not my cake. That's your cake. That's not what I made. That's not the recipe that you asked for, that I gave you. See, Grandpa told me he wanted some goulash, which is like a beef stew. But he's too tired and too sick to make it. So I said, I can make it for you. And he said, no. I want it the way I had it in Budapest 20 years ago. Can you make it that way? I said, well, no, I don't even know what it was. He said, exactly. <laughs> he said, I'll have to make it when I'm feeling better. Because I want it that way. I don't want just any beef stew. I don't want any goulash. I want it that particular way, like the way I had it 20 years ago. And Grandpa is like that, and that's his right. He, he knows what he wants, and he wants it exactly like he wants it. And don't we all? When you are sick, you ask for someone to make you chicken soup, you already have that in your mind, the aroma, the flavor, the, the vegetables. You're thinking about the turkey neck and the dill and the ginger. At least I do. That's how I make chicken soup. I grill the chicken a little bit to get that nice grill flavor. Add some turkey neck, celery root, carrots, potatoes, zucchini, dill, parsley, spices, and I cook it for two and a half hours. 
and it comes out wonderful. But that's my recipe. Somebody else might make what they call chicken soup, and I'm going to taste it, and I'm like, what is this? See, grandpa doesn't make chicken soup that way. For him, chicken soup is just water with a few chicken wings and a carrot. <laughs> and when I had his chicken soup, I said, this is not chicken soup. <laughs> I'll teach you how to make chicken soup. Because I didn't like it. Because that's not what I refer to as chicken soup. Because that's not my recipe. And we all are like that. We all are biased according to what we think, according to our recipes. And if we do that, and if we're so strict, we get upset when people don't follow the recipe. We get offended. You ask for my recipe, you don't do it. You take away and you add to it. How much more the creator of the universe that gave us a specific recipe for life, a specific set of instructions, rulings, regulations, the Torah, very specific. And he said multiple times all throughout, do everything I have told you to do. Do not add to it. Do not subtract to it. Do not lean to the right or to the left. But do all that I have commanded you to do. And he said it again and again and again because, well, he wants you to get it. <laughs> so he reiterates because he knows how foolish, stupid and rebellious and ignorant we are. And having a bad memory and all. So he repeated himself. For our sake. And yet, do we follow? Do we keep his recipe one for one? Do we not add to it? Do we not take away from it? Just look at Judaism. What is all this mess? The Lord said, do not cook a kid in its mother's milk in reference to the pagan rituals for the harvest blessing, for the yield of the fruit of the land. Because that's what they did. They offered sacrifices to the pagan Canaanite gods to get a blessing for the fruits of the land. And he said, don't do that pagan godless practice, slaughtering a young animal, cooking it in its mother's milk. That's demonic. It's pagan. It's hedonistic. Don't not do that. What did Jews do? Well, we think God does not want us to eat meat and dairy. So we're going to separate meat and dairy. We're going to have two different kitchens, two different sinks, two different sets of silverware, two different cups, two different everything. And even though chickens do not even have milk, we're not even going to let a chicken get anywhere near a cheese that was made with goat's milk. What is this stupidity? And you promote this as being kosher? Where is that in the Torah? And that's not the end of it. That's just the beginning. <laughs> you created and invented a whole religion that is not in the Torah. With thousands of rules, instructions, regulations, takanot. Not in the Torah. You made up your own recipe. Your own religion. It's not God's religion. God did not ordain religion. He never created religion. He gave you a recipe for life. Do not steal, do not promote sexual immorality, do not do what is unjust, do not do what is wicked, be right, be just, be moral, be humble, be modest, be holy, be pure-hearted, be a good person, love your Lord, love your Maker, judge fairly, do not indulge in pagan practices and pagan heathenistic 
anything. He called them out of Egypt. He brought them out of Egypt, but they remained spiritually in Egypt to this day. So that's Judaism. But let's talk about Christianity. See, Judaism adds to it. Christianity takes away from it. Oh, we're not under the law. We can do whatever we want. We're under grace. Where is that in the Torah? You fools. You have no idea what you're talking about. The Lord says, do everything I have commanded you to do. And yet you violate the Sabbath. We're not under the law. You eat what is unclean. He said, do not eat it. Do not touch its carcasses. Do not put tattoos in your body. And you put tattoos of crosses. You eat bacon, ham, shrimp, pork. Even if you celebrate the wrong day, call it the Sunday, the Sabbath, which really it is not. The Sunday is the first day, as you like to say, Easter Sunday. So obviously, you know, it's the first day. And yet you don't even keep it holy. You do work on the first day. You go to restaurants, you violate it. You trade, you sell, you buy. You don't spend the day with the Lord. You spend it with your boyfriends, your girlfriends, your family. Not with God. He said, keep it holy. The seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord. So you got the Jews adding, you got the Christians subtracting, and nobody's keeping the recipe. No wonder Yeshua said in the last day, many will come to me saying, Lord, Lord, did we not do this and this and that? And you know what he's going to tell you? Away from me, you evildoers. I never knew you. Think about it. He does not recognize you because you did not follow his recipe. He's going to say, that's not my recipe. That's not my soup. That's not my cake. That's not my bread. That's not my people. That's not my Torah. I gave you a very specific set of instructions and I said, do not add, do not subtract. Whatever you did, I do not know. But away from you, evildoers, I never knew you. And they're going to say, but, but we held you in the streets. We, we went to church. We put on tefillin every day. We separated meat with, from chicken, from cheese. And we, 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 we did communion. And we went to mission trips in Haiti and we handed out Bibles. Away from me, you evildoers. I never knew you. This is not what I commanded you to do. You did all these things on your own authority. Following your own man-made religion. Not the word of God. Not the very specific instructions that he gave you. The Lord did not hand out a Torah open to interpretation. He said, do everything I commanded you, one for one. He said, do not rip out the edges of your beard. Do not destroy or round up the hair on your head. That is a reference to a paganistic practice for mourning that the people did. They would rip their beards off. They would rip their hair off of their head in mourning for the dead. And the Lord said to the Israelites, do not do that. Because those who truly believe, those who follow the Torah, it is a tree of life. We don't die. We go to sleep and we wake up at the resurrection. He said, do not mourn for the dead. They're not dead. Do not follow the pagan practices of the nations. All of that mess. So what do the Jews do now? They do more. They go to grave sites. They do all these pilgrimages to all these rabbis and all that mess. Where is that in the Torah? To go up to a dead man's grave. What is this mess? Where is that written in the Torah? And you think you're following because a rabbi says it with a kippah on his head? Where does it tell you to wear a kippah on your head? That's not in the Torah. Everything you do today is not in the original recipe. All of it is a man-made religion. 
not from God. That is not his recipe. And you are not his children. The Lord created Adam in his image, in his likeness. <laughs> but that was a long time ago. <laughs> you are nothing like him. And why would he desire you? I guess you really do not understand the purpose of life, the meaning of life. The Lord created us to be his beloved, to be intimate with him, to love him, to be his people. But he wants us to be like him because he detests wickedness, evil, anything corrupt. He wants us to be perfect, pure-hearted, holy. He said, be holy for I am holy. I will be your God, you will be my people. He wants us to be like him, not like us. He wants us to be good, to be righteous, to do what is just, do what is right, eat what is clean. But you have no desire to be clean. You have no desire to be righteous. You delight in wickedness and put on the facade of religion to appease your conscience from how wicked you really are deep down inside. All of you religious people engaging in promiscuous sex outside of marriage, lying in your business deals, all kind of defiled things that you people do. You are disgusting. You have nothing like the one you claim to be your father, which is not really your father is the devil as Yeshua exposed you. You are whitewashed tombs is what you are. All nice and pretty on the outside, but man, oh man, you are filthy and rotten with dead bones on the inside. You have not followed the recipe and you are not going to be his people. You are going in the fire. You're nothing but a liar Yeah, yeah My heart's grown cold Cause I've fallen behind I'm way too old And I ain't got 
Might have been a liar Oh yeah You gotta get it together Cause you ain't getting better The signs of the time is all in the weather Jasmine is coming, ain't no need to run You can't run from the fire Yeah You can't run from the fire Run. You can't run from the fire. Run. Run. Oh. Can't run. Oh. Jesus said, Woe to your scribes and Pharisees. Hypocrites. You put burdens on men that you do not carry. You pray in public spaces to be seen. Woe to your hypocrites. Run. You shut up heaven and prevent others from going in. You scribes, you Pharisees, you hypocrites. You travel around the world to convert people, only to make them twice the son of hell that you are. They'll rob you, they'll kill you, they'll steal from you, and they'll lead you away to to die. Could you think you'd ever get away with it? God, could you think you'd ever get away with it? God, could you think you'd ever get away with it? God ain't playing, cause I, you're it. You tried to fake it, but can't get by. You're going, you're going, you're going in the fire. Yeah. You're nothing but a liar. Yeah. Don't you know that God knows the truth? You ain't fooling no one but you. You're a two-bit imposter and he's had enough. He ain't putting up with you. You're going in the fire. Yeah. You're nothing but a liar. Driving in a Cadillac, living like a jet set Taking all the people's money, never giving any back One for the money, two for the show Three to get ready, cause you gotta go In the fire You're going in, you're going in You're going in the fire You're going to run, you're going to